Let's get into it. It's your girl, Eris Ellis, and you're listening to On A Mental Note Podcast. Welcome back to all my listeners who've been holding me down strong. Like, y'all know me. I'm going to give y'all y'all flowers from the rip because y'all fucking deserve it. I really appreciate y'all. Can't do this podcast shit without y'all. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate all the all the support I've been getting through these past couple of weeks. Since I started the podcast, I've been talking to my listeners, I've been talking to my friends, I've been talking to people who want to collaborate, who's just been giving me great ideas, and I really appreciate that type of energy. Like, I really need that when it comes to the podcast, so continue bringing that type of energy. As much as y'all give me that energy, I'm going to go ahead and swing it back around to y'all, because without y'all, there's no podcast, there's no listeners, then where's the podcast going to go? So I really fucking appreciate y'all and I love y'all. That's really how I wanted to start this episode out. Welcome to fucking episode three. I'm excited for this episode, y'all, because I really feel like I'm going to be dropping some gems, not even dropping some gems. I'm going to just be talking about shit people don't talk about. People are scared to confront and people are really scared to say because a lot of people hide behind closed doors. But I told y'all from the rip, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to continue to be thorough with y'all and... Man, has these past couple of weeks been a damn roller coaster for me. Like mentally and emotionally, even physically, I've been everywhere. I've been to New York. I damn near been to Canada. Had to go to Philadelphia for my fucking Eagles. Yeah, we made it to the Super Bowl. Don't talk about how it ended because no matter what, we did what we had to do to the fucking end. Nice bomb ass game. Can't say nothing about that. So I've been to Philly, been back down to Virginia. Like I've just been kind of everywhere. And physically, that is so draining. Like it is so draining. But for me, mentally and emotionally, you know, like I said, I told y'all from the rip, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to be thorough. So yeah, that's what I'm going to do, y'all. I literally became a parent in a 24-hour span. Not much people could say that. And I'm, I don't even want to say in a 24-hour span because for some time now, I've been fighting for custody for my niece. A lot of people don't know that about me. I did keep that behind closed doors because with certain things, I just believe that, you know, you have to manifest things a certain specific way if you want them to turn out a way as well as everything doesn't need to be public. So that wasn't really public for me because I needed there to be an end result, which there is. I got custody. I'm fucking happy. You know, like... Nobody can take away the joy and the excitement and just the relief I feel for, for me and my niece. Like, she needed this. She's She's been through a lot emotionally and mentally, and I'm I'm glad I'm the person that can give her this. You know, I don't have any kids of my own, but I do love kids. I have great experiences with kids. I have 11 brothers and sisters, so I do have a good idea how kids can work my Last relationship, he did have two kids. So I do have experience with kids. I just don't have my own kids, which I'm not even going to take away from myself and talk like that. Just because someone don't have their own kids, somebody got to start. Everybody got to start somewhere. And for me, I had to start with my niece. I had to get her out the situation that she was in. And, you know, from here on out, we just going to be moving forward. Like, so, yeah, that's why. These past couple of weeks for me have been so mentally and emotionally draining in good and in in some trying ways. And I say trying because 
there's a lot of learning curves. You know, my routine changes. Now I have to wake up and feed a child. I have to put a child to sleep. I have to make sure a child bathes. I have to, like, there's things that I've never had to do and care for in, in a person that I now have to do. So that is definitely a big accomplishment of mine. And I'm really happy because I really didn't want this to drag on for the rest of 2023 because I was dealing with it most of 2022 and 21 and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm ecstatic about that. Fucking round of applause to that. So what I really want to touch on y'all, like I noticed when I did get my niece, like a lot of my family and friends, you know, were telling me, I'm going to be your your support system and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And what I want to recognize is the people who who has fucking supported me through all of this. Without those people, I really wouldn't be able to do the things I'm doing. Like a lot of my friends have supported me in ways I would have never even imagined buying my niece clothes and sending her money, making sure she's straight you know, giving me recommendations of books to read and things like that because she was in foster care and in the foster system. You know, I do explain on my first episode how our parents have fucked us up, like our generation up, which I still stand on. I still believe like emotionally and mentally, I don't think I really had the greatest parents and I'm not taking away anything from my parents. My parents did the best they can with the resources they had And I really appreciate them for everything because without them, I wouldn't even be the person I am today. Don't get me wrong. Most of my 20s, I lived on my own and I built myself up and I did everything I had to do for myself. And I've learned for myself and my mistakes and my lessons and my blessings and everything like that. So I also want to acknowledge myself for that. I'm not going to take that away from myself, but I want to also acknowledge that my parents didn't leave my side when I was a kid and They did the basics that they did have to do as parents. So they are appreciated for that. There's just certain things when you get older that you realize you wish you had more of or you wish you just had a different push to certain things you went through or you just wish you I wish I had parents that I could have been more of an open book with. You know, I wasn't a comfortable child with coming to my parents and say, hey, X, Y and Z happened during my day or I feel like this and I don't know why, or I'm having a that bad day because of this. Like I didn't really have an open door policy with my parents. I was really kind of scared to tell them things because I always thought I was going to get in trouble. And when I got older, I realized how unhealthy that was because it kind of fucked me up emotionally. It didn't help me grow emotionally. It fucked me up in relationships, like in people I'm dating or in friendships or even basic relationships with with family. So with that being said, what I really, really, really wanted to touch on today is just the fact that, you know, I had a great conversation with one of my friends and I know him through the military. You know, he's a couple decades older than me, but that doesn't mean nothing. I always take what he says with a grain of salt, um, but I also apply it to my life. And I just try to learn from it because he always gives me great advice. And, you know, we're talking and I'm just letting him know how I felt in the situation and how I feel like I don't get the best support from my family. And 
my family, I know they support me the best they can, but in my opinion, it's not the best support for me, if that makes any sense. And I don't love them less. I, I still love them as much as, you know, as big as I can love. I'm a very forgiving person, so anything I've ever been through with my family, I forgive. Do I forget? Not necessarily who does, but I am so big on forgiving and moving forward as a person. I don't think I'm a friend who holds grudges. I'm not even a person who is, like, mad at my exes. Like, that's just not me. I don't know what it is, but I just can't really be that type of person. That's just not the the type of person I am. But yeah, me and my friend was having this great conversation. And you know what he told me? He told me that, you know, at the end of the day, the world is supposed to believe or is always instilled in us or ingrained in us that blood is thicker than water. Then he told me, but on a hot ass summer day, would you rather drink a cold glass of water or would you rather drink a hot glass of blood? Because that cold glass of water is going to help you feel refreshed. They're going to support you. They're going to listen to you. And they're not going to be biased most of the time. That hot glass of blood is going to pull you down, be biased, give you nothing but negative comments. But you're supposed to take all of that because they're quote unquote family. Like how much sense does that make? And then it just got me thinking. And I'm just like, that is so crazy that we're meant to believe that Blood is thicker than water, but at the end of the day, you know, family is who you make it, who's in your circle, who supports you, who loves you unconditionally. We're all forced into being within the families we're in. I didn't choose my mom and dad, my brothers, my sisters, and I'm not saying it, you know, by all means in a bad way, but nobody chooses who, what family they go to or Who's around them? Like, we're just born into these families. We're given our last name coming right out of our moms. Like, here you go. Your last name is this, that, and the third. Because at the end of the day, it's to believe in, it's to believe, it's to be believed that you get the last name of your fathers. Most people do that, not everyone, but you get the last name of your fathers and you continue to carry the family legacy or the family name. You don't get to an age. You're not really someone who can think for yourself. So you don't get to an age or you don't get to a part where you're born and it's like, hey, hello, ma'am. What, or hello, sir. What would you like your name to be? No, your parents also picked that for you. So since young, your family ingrains, you know, the things you know, the things you learn and the, the things that you carry on into adulthood, which is big because families also the first people who cross lines. And think they need to be forgiven because they're family. Or who make you feel the worst about yourself. You know, and I'm not saying there's there's not bad friends. We all have our friends where we regret being their friend or we regret letting them in our circle. But something about that is that was choice. And you tell yourself, you know what, I chose that, but I also learned from that. I also learned that even though I chose to make that my friend and it didn't work out in the end, I also learned from it. You you learn from it. You don't really, you're forced to have the family you have. And there's no, I'm not going to say there's no lesson out of that, but it's just like when, when somebody feels forced, what do they usually do? Back themselves in a corner and, and they kind of don't know what to do. So 
that's one of the biggest things I just really wanted to cover on. And I just really want people to understand, like, you need to create a healthy circle for yourself. Just because you're born into this bloodline of people you don't choose to surround yourself with um, and you have to keep being around them doesn't mean when you become an adult, you have to continue to be forced to be around these people. You have to continue to, oh, my uncle, when I was growing up, used to touch on me, but I have to stay around him because that's my uncle. Or my brother, when I was growing up, used to, he was my older brother, you know, by 10 years. This is examples, guys. This is not this is not my real life, but these are examples. My brother, who was 10, 12 years older, used to abuse my mom, but I got to forgive him because he's my brother. I'm not saying forgiveness is not big. Forgiveness is huge. But if it's a friend who does that, or if it's a neighbor who does that, or if it's someone who's not having these forceful titles that's put on us, what do we do? We remove them out of our circle because it's like, oh, I can get rid of a friend. Oh, I could get rid of a neighbor. Oh, I could get rid of a peer. I could get rid of an acquaintance. But I can't get rid of my uncle, my aunt, my grandmother, my mother, because forcefully, since I was young, I was taught that these are the people that I have to have by my side. I mean, let's think about it and let's really talk about it. Not necessarily, because no one accepts force within anything else. You don't forcefully lay in the bed with somebody. You don't forcefully get in the car because someone tells you to get in the car. You know what I mean? You don't forcefully pay somebody else's bill because they're telling you to pay their bill. Like, you really accept the, a decision and you want to make those choices for yourself if that, if that makes sense. And when you make those decisions and those choices for yourself on who's in your circle and who you decide to keep around, regardless ending in good or bad, it's not as hurtful as the people that were forced to be around, if that makes any sense. You know, like, I just really, like, want people to understand, like, you need to pick what's good for you and your energy. And that's okay if it's not family, because you make your own family. Now, and then a lot of this thought process came with, came with me getting my niece, because now I'm thinking, wow. My friends, people I ain't talking to and talked to in three years and since high school or I haven't like really just sat down and spent Christmases and Thanksgivings and this and that and the third because, you know, nine times out of ten people go spend holidays with their family is the ones who supported me the most during this process. And maybe it's just my family. I don't know. Maybe I'm just speaking for myself. But. Me having friends who have family drama and have situations, I know I'm not just speaking for myself. I know at the end of the day, everyone goes through this. You know, I have I have a, a lot of friends where they come to me, oh, my mom this or my dad this or they, they got an absent dad. But if your dad decides when you're 25 to come into your life, you're supposed to be like, oh, let me give him a chance because he's my dad. Bullshit. He didn't, he wasn't your dad for them 25 years. And I'm not talking about just the title. I'm talking about the support, the emotional support, the mental support, the physical support. He wasn't there for you. So why at 25 year, years old, you have to accept this man into your life because you were forcefully put as his daughter or his son? No. How much sense does that really make? I feel like people don't really talk about that or 
really make normalize that. And I feel like that should be more normalized. It's okay to not be forcefully forced into your family and to not just be into this circle that you're not happy in. It's okay to choose your own circle and to move forward as a person and stick with the people who do support you and who do unconditionally love you. Because once again, you're going to pick that cold glass of water up every single time because it just, it, the, the end being is better. The end result is always better with that cold glass of water. Let's be real. And then it's just like, the more you think about it, why does the world try to force those things on us? The be, to instill in us, oh, family comes first. Do they, like, honestly, do they really? Because that also makes you close doors as a person and doesn't allow us to create those healthy relationships that's more healthy for us. How fair is that to yourself? You know, at the end of the, at the, end of the day, you have to think about self before anything. I think it's okay to be selfish in most instances. I'm, I'm not saying it's okay to be selfish all the time. But nine times out of ten, put yourself first. And why is it fair for you to have to continue to stay in these unhealthy relationships that bring you down, that doesn't allow you to grow, that doesn't allow you to be yourself? They say family loves you unconditionally. There's a lot of people who come out on being gay or bisexual and their family turn on them. Where's that unconditional love? But their friends that were friends with them since grade school or middle school or high school is still rocking with them. They have kids and they call they're they're calling their friends auntie and uncle. You see what I'm saying? Like that's that speaks volumes. And I'm not saying family isn't important. That's really I really want to like put a stamp on that. I'm not saying family isn't important. But family ties can can be cut as quick as a motherfucker from the street. You know, family thinks you're supposed to forgive, but what if family is the devil? What if family is your worst enemy? What if family is keeping you back from making those millions of dollars? Then what? Then you're cutting yourself short every single fucking time. We just need to keep in mind what we want and what keeps us going and where the the correct support is at and the love and the forgiveness. You see what I'm saying? I hope y'all feeling me as much as what I'm saying. Cause like I, I, I usually lay out every episode, you know, I got episodes I haven't even recorded laid out, but this one, I was feeling so much that this is coming from the dome. Like this is really coming from how I feel. And this is really coming from just the conversation my friend and I had and it just made me think more and more and more that at the end of the day, it's all in your head. This is all, it's all this that I'm talking about is just instilled in our head of what it's supposed to be. But what, what is it really? I mean, for me, it's like a big takeaway. Like it's definitely a takeaway because it helps me realize that I do create my own circle. I do create my own family. I do move forward and better with the people who support me, with the with the people who unconditionally love me, with the people who teach me that it's okay to be myself and learn from my own lessons rather than shaming you and 
telling you you're not going to be shit or telling you you're not going to be what you want to be. You know, a lot of people go to their parents and they're like, I want to make music or I'm going to become a billionaire because I'm going to make this up. And what, and, and what do most moms or families say? Boy, take your ass to school or girl, go get a degree. Why are you doing that? They, they take you, you move five steps forward and they take you 10 steps back because they're being biased because they're not allowing you to think and to grow for yourself because they're thinking, no, we come from nothing. How are you going to be a millionaire or a billionaire? You ain't going to be that. They don't see that dream for you like you see that dream for yourself. So don't take that away from yourself. Don't allow that to cloud your judgment. Y'all feel me? I know y'all feeling every word I'm saying. And I know my day ones and everybody who always tunes in and everyone who sticks beside me and everything like that, which has been nothing but great support from my friends and from my real ones. I really appreciate it. I'm going to always tell y'all that. I know y'all feel me right now. I know y'all do because I know... A lot of my friends grew up the way I grew up. Pick your fucking head up and keep it pushing. And it's not okay to be emotional or it's not okay to tap into your mental. Just keep it pushing and day by day just push past that shit. That shit ain't healthy. That shit is not healthy. Go to fucking therapy. That's what's fucking healthy. Talk about your fucking feelings. Be an open book. That's what's healthy. Be real with yourself. Keeping your circle who's meant to be in your circle. Don't put nobody in your circle who's forcefully put in your circle. And for those ones who family isn't like this, and for, for those ones whose family is sticking by their side and who gives them support and who gives them unconditional love, guess what? Fucking kudos to you. Kudos to fucking you. I wish and I pray. I pray every day for my family. I wish and I pray that I had that type of support and that type of love. I do. And like I said, I'm not saying I have a bad family. I just wish they moved a little different. That's it. I'm going to teach my kids how to move different. I'm going to teach my niece how to move different. I'm going to be, I'm going to break that generational curse. Mark my words. I definitely fucking will. I love everybody in my family unconditionally because that's how I was taught to love. And I know how to forgive. God has blessed me with knowing how to forgive. But do I forget? And do I have to allow those people in my inner circle? Not at all. Not at all. Y'all, my biggest takeaway for this episode is just letting y'all know, keeping the right people around you to move forward for yourself. As much as I talked about self-love in my first episode, I'm going to continue to talk about it. Love yourself first. Because nobody is going to love you the way you love yourself until you teach them, I love myself this much, so either match me or keep it pushing. Y'all feel me? Continue to show yourself that self-love and keep the people around you who's going to build you up than other than bring you down. Keep the people who around you that's going to bring the best out of yourself and help you grow. That's all I really like want to put out on this episode. That's all I really want to put out. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Make sure y'all tune into episode four. I'm going to have another fucking guest. We're, we're, I'm working, you know, and I'm going to say I'm, I always say we are, we're a lot because 
I don't know. It's like I'm speaking for the people. It's like I feel like y'all part of the podcast. So I'm speaking for all of us. We are working on video. I promise you, y'all. I have taught myself all this podcast stuff from the ground up. And I want to just make sure that this video shit is done right. But I'm working on video. I know y'all want to fucking look at me as much as I want to look at y'all. I got y'all. I'm working on that shit. And I promise y'all. If not episode four, episode five is going to have video content. I got y'all. Don't worry. But like I always say, y'all, continue doing you and continue loving yourself. Don't let anyone get in the way of that. Always love yourself first. I love y'all to the moon and back. And until next time, tune in.